0: Yes sir, yes sir, welcome to another episode of Motown and Coney, Back with my main man Tommy. What up Bill? So, it's been, a, been an eventful um, a week to say the least. Um, since the, the 4th of July, uh, we hosted our first podcast workshop. The Tiger threw a combined of hitter. The Red just made a trade for Alex. Uh, the Brinkin, Pistons. I know they in their first summer league game. They were getting blown out. Yeah, they got trash. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, training camp is I, I'm less than a month away now. Um, I think we're about three weeks away from um, NFL training camp. We're less than about 60 days away from the start of college football season Drake is here in Detroit Um, apparently he has not made it on stage yet for his second concert so Um, we had Kiki Palmer yeah (laughs) I I don't know how I left that out because my my Facebook you would have thought she committed a felony or something (laughs) The way my Facebook was going crazy about it. So, yeah.
1: man, yeah that that was a lot to consume. That was a lot in, in entertainment. And guess what, people? We here to break it all down for you and, and give us our take. So, um, where do you want to begin, Rodney? Because it's a lot. It's a lot to consume. Where do you want to begin?
0: We can, we can start with Kiki
1: Palmer. Okay, yeah, we can get the Kiki out of the way because a lot of people definitely want to. You're sad and I take on it. Um, Ronnie, I'll let you go ahead and go first because I, I know I'm a little biased, but... So,
0: one, I did not even know what the the heck had happened. Um, I had to Google because I've been so focused on the podcast workshop, which um, I think I'm going to be doing again like August 26th, somewhere in there. Um,
1: Which was a success, by the way, which was a great success.
0: Yeah. So thank you, thank you. Um. So I go. I guess one of my issues is like you knew who you was in a relationship with or who you had a baby by. I don't know. It's. I don't know. At first, I thought they was married and they weren't married, and I guess you really don't have a. Place a, a dog in a fight if you're not married, if that's just your uh, mother of your child. I mean, I didn't see anything different from how it fit compared to Sierra's at the Met Gala. And I'm like, nobody made a big fuss about that. I mean, and Sierra's married to Russell Wilson, so I don't know. Kiki gate, I was just like, don't we got some something better else to do with our time? I've sneaked a little bit. One of my friends on Facebook like, I need to get Kiki gate out the way by twelve p.m. so we can move on with our life. So
1: exactly, exactly, right. Because like I, I was thinking to myself, I said, what is this distracting us from? Like I, I understand there's a lot going on, but I guess if if you have to really put it out there, like you just said too, I didn't know. I thought that they were married. So what it was is I read the gentleman's statement, the baby daddy's statement, and he was basically saying, like, my wife. So I was like, oh, maybe they're married. And then come to find out they're not married. So that right there really just, like you just said, he has no dog in the fight now. And I understand they're together, but at the same time, like, brother, you went outside with her with this outfit on, like, yeah, I'm like at what
0: at what point did the office suddenly become offensive to you? Because clearly you was either with her when she got dressed or you you definitely saw her before the concert, so what's the issue?
1: Exactly. And if you look at the video with her, you know, having a good time dancing, singing with Usher, Usher's an entertainer. So what he does his crowd is the ladies? What he's doing is he's catering to the ladies. He's dancing. He's singing with them. Um, sometimes things do get a little physical, where he's dancing on them and stuff too. It's nothing that's too raunchy or overboard, but at the same time, it's usher. So of course, there might be some slow grinding or like some intermediate touching or something of that nature. Nobody's getting hurt. They're all laughing, dancing. It's a good time. But I can see where he can possibly get upset. Because it is Usher. Usher is like a huge sex symbol, too, Rodney. So, you know, I can I feel that, brother. But at the same time, man, if you're that insecure about your woman, man, what the hell are you even in a relationship for? you do going to go crazy chasing Kiki Palmer around. as she is an entertainer. And she likes to have fun. She's not tied down to marriage. So what are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I was just like, wait, like they're not married. Like, it's not that
1: deep. <laughs> yeah, it's not that deep at all. Let it go. Uh, now they're going back. She doing TikTok dances to it. I think they're dragging it out because it's probably the most publicity she done had in a long time. So
0: yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, she's an entertainer. Usher's an entertainer. Hell. If y'all didn't have an issue with anything that Sierras wore to the Matt Gallo on social media, why do y'all have such an issue with what Kiki Palmer has
1: on? Exactly. And you know what? That shows a lot of confidence in Russell Wilson as you bring that up, too. Because we done heard everybody drag Russell Wilson as far as not calling him like a real man or or other things, too. They done threw everything at him. And Russell Wilson, man, that's a confident brother right there. Because all the things they say about him regarding Sierra, and you know her relationship with Future, and other people saying certain things about him, yeah, that's a calm brother. over there. That's a confident brother. So shout out to Russell Wilson for that one.
0: Yeah. So we can. I left out something that happened um, recently, um, though. The cocaine and the White House, the West William apparently. It was discovered while Biden wasn't there. One of my Trump-supporting friends said, "Oh, this would be a big story um, if it was Donald Trump." Why ain't y'all talking about this?
1: Yeah, you know what's crazy though with the White House, man. You know they have all types of meetings and everything in the White House too. It's just not. It's just not Democrats in the White House. It's just not Republicans in the White House. It's. It's different people coming along. I think. Do they still have tours of the White House? Do you Do you know that, Ryan? Yeah, they still have tours.
0: They still have tours. Um, And I don't know. There's so many people, like you said, that go in and out the White House. Who Who knows? For me, if it was Trump, I wouldn't care either way. This probably isn't the first time drugs of some sort has been discovered in the White House. So.
1: I'm quite sure it's not. I'm definitely not quite sure. I'm, I'm quite sure this has happened plenty of times before, Rodney, so I'm not even stressing about this. Uh, Snoop Dogg even came out and, and cracked a joke. He, I think he said he even puffed in the White House one time. Um, you know, he wound up sneaking a joint in there and then puffing in the White House. So, yeah, I'm I'm quite sure this isn't the and first Bill, time. During too. the Bill
0: Clinton era, Bill Clinton might have joined him, so...
1: Yeah, right, that's what I was gonna say yeah. to And Bill Clinton and I'm quite sure Bush too. I was gonna say George. Uh <laughs> some of his stuff, his the way his faces he making, the things he be doing too, and let you know he probably done puffed a few too. So yeah, I'm 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 not tripping about that, man. It is what it is. Um it's so many different places in the White House that people go to and and check out and you got reporters, you got all types of people in the White House, so Hey, it could have been anybody. In. I'm not a sleuth. So it's not really big news to me like that. Cocaine is cocaine. People have been doing it for a while. So, hey, it is what it is. So,
0: it's, it's another story that, that broke a couple of days ago. Um, I don't think we would be motile and Konya if we didn't give our opinions on this. I think this coach is actually going to end up getting fired even though he's been connected to multiple bigger college jobs and even some NFL jobs at times. I'm talking about the Northwestern football team becoming relevant for all the wrong reasons and Pat Fitzgerald being suspended for two games uh, for hazing.
1: Uh, well, You know what, what's crazy about this? I don't I want to say that this doesn't happen quite often but the the fact of the matter is this happens a lot Rodney and I believe that it happens in every program um hazing hazing happens man and it is it, it feel like it's just part of that culture um, it depends if you get caught or not. You got sororities, you got fraternities. A lot of people do it in so many different ways, and I believe that football teams, basketball teams, it's always been rookie hazing. Some of it might be light and playful. Some of it might be heavy. Yeah, like rookie carry my bags. Yeah, rookie carry my bags. Uh, rookie, Rookie's learning not to gamble with Gilbert Arenas. Uh, all types of different things. So, yeah. I forgot about Asian Zero. <laughs> Yeah, like, so there's multiple things that can happen, man, and it's just, I feel like it's just part of sports, man, and sports is, their, is its own fraternity, uh, you have to be very special to get into to baseball, basketball, because it only holds so many players, I think basketball only has, in its span, that been in the NBA, I know that a lot more players have joined since they added on, but I don't think that basketball has, has over 2,000 players, I believe over his, his span, over his time. I don't believe that 2,000 players have been relevant over the years. I, I guess I should say, like, if you think about like the greatest 50 players, the greatest 100 players, they just now getting too bad. If you think about it, and those players span over a certain amount of time. Like Michael Jordan played 15 years. A lot of players play over a lot of years, and you got to be really special in order to get into the NBA. So I know a lot of guys come in and out, and they probably don a jersey during a certain amount of time, but you have to be really special. It probably went over 2,000 now, now that I think about it. But, yeah, I think over a certain amount of time, it's not a lot of players that really have put an imprint on the NBA. So it's a fraternity in its own.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't – it's funny because, like, I read the – um, some of the allegations of what was going on at Northwestern. It made the um, Jalen Green leaked um, tape when he was humping his teammates seem minuscule. Kind
1: of. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that, too. We, we didn't even talk about that, too. But I guess that's just our take on it. It, it is what it is. He was humping. I don't know what's even more embarrassing. That one or Anthony Davis getting uh, spanked with a towel naked on the ground. uh, Rolling around laughing.
0: Uh, That might be the David Green one for me. (laughs) me. So, I don't know. I just... Because now it comes out that Northwestern is going to re-examine their suspension um, based on an article that just came out. I think it was yesterday. And any time you have an organization re-examining discipline that they've already done, that only means they're re-examining it because they're probably going to make it more severe.
1: You know what's crazy though, Rodney? I believe that Fitzgerald will still go on the coach, if even if he goes somewhere else. We had Rick Pitino getting escorts for for fathers of the uh, the basketball team and some of the players too, man. So. And he's still coaching. So. so
0: just signed a big time deal with um, St. John's. <laughs> he's, I guess he's going to be like Larry Brown. They're going to coach till they die. It's the only thing I could think of. No, that's just, funny that you said,
1: hey, Rodney. It's funny you say he signed a deal with St. John's. Now I could think Johns. <laughs> you know what? Just forget. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, um, real quick before we get into the NFL, and I got a couple of music um, topics I want to get into, uh, Greg Popovich, Whoa. I believe he's 74, just signed a deal to make him the highest paid coach in the, in the NBA, again, um, it's a five year deal
1: this came out of nowhere. I've seen that come across my timeline. I said, are you kidding me? This man's gonna <laughs> he's gonna damn near coach to, well, he's gonna coach till he's 80. I think that he's gonna still keep going. He's timeless.
0: Yeah, I just one, I didn't realize he was that old. Um, Makes me feel like I'm old, but like I think he's well, been he's been the coach of the Spurs for twenty plus years now. So, I, for him to have the longevity that he has had um, with San Antonio is um, president. I don't think he'll be duplicated. At least not anytime soon. Not, probably not in my lifetime. But um, you have an M- NBA coach um, coach well over twenty plus year, year with with the same team.
1: Yeah, that's that's incredible. And also, and also win too. Like he said, a winning culture. Um, yeah, he had five rings. Yeah, five rings, and then a a span over a certain amount of time also where they were consecutively making the playoffs. Like that, and he's known to, and he's known also to take players from scratch. A lot of those players were homegrown, where he drafted them and then made them big stars. So definitely shout out to Greg Popovich and and. Hopefully he continues his success. Um, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about Wimianna? Um His first game
0: didn't look too good. Um, first game definitely didn't look too good. Um, Brandon Miller in that first game looked like he should have been a number one pick. I didn't. I think Wembiyana played in, in game two today. I didn't see it. Um, so. I'm, I'm gonna withhold judgment. I don't. I mean, he's what seven, seven foot five. I get concerned about his frame. Hopefully, he hists away from. him. Hopefully, he has um, the type of development that Chet seems to be having. Um, Chet added thirteen pounds. I think offensively, he'll be okay. I'm interested to see how he does against some of the bigger centers, even like Anthony Davis, um, Rudy Gobert, Cat. Um, it'll be interesting to see who he guards, um, per se.
1: No, I agree with you. He has to work on his floor spacing because um, – a lot of players were just literally pump faking him, and then as soon as he steps forward or he goes to block a shot, because they were really selling that pump fake on them would blow past him. So he has to work on his work side help. Um, he has a, he's a rookie though, so he's gonna. I think he's gonna figure it out and and be decent. Um, I think Brandon Miller, man, didn't he have like like sixteen or eighteen fouls or something with these games combined? Yeah,
0: you know, Summer League, they don't they
1: don't fall out, so. Yeah, he was using the hell out of those fouls, too, man. I watched a couple of games, and it wasn't just him, too. It's a lot of guys falling for pump fakes, man. I, I I call this a Steph Curry effect because you got guys, even if they're not really great shooters, they're just pulling from anywhere, man. I'm watching the Summer League, and it happened to the Pistons today. I'm like, Jesus, why don't you guys go to the fucking rack? Like, everybody's just... They're just firing away. So, if you do happen to drop a pump fake on somebody, they're going to jump all out for it because they're literally thinking you're going to take a shot. Like, if you... if Right now, if I'm in the NBA, you can score, like, 20 points off of just pump faking going to the rack, man.
0: Yeah, so... Speaking of Steph Curry, he, uh, he gave an interview yesterday, I want to say, on Center about the, the new Golden State. I'm not convinced... <laughs> that they are going to be remotely close to winning. Um, I don't think Chris Paul heals anything that caused them not to win this year. So we'll see. Um, Summer League is always interesting um, to see some of the rookies go head to head, especially the ones that, like in the case of today, can't more. That brother was projected at one point to go to the Pistons. The Pistons passed on him. He fell all the way to twenty. He definitely a player with a ch- chip on his shoulder. So man,
1: man, he is nice, right? I I just don't understand. Like he fell all the way to twenty. It felt like the Pistons man could have made a couple of trades or something. I know they got Sasser. But like,
0: I mean, if you're going to move up, with that, I would have moved
1: up to get him. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, you get, as soon as they got Sasser, though, I, Sasser's going to be nice, too. He's going to be a good player. I believe he um, he's, he reminds me of like a his Lindsey Hunter type. He's 6'2", he's defensive-minded, and he can shoot the three. So he's basically like a 3 and D guy. Maybe He can create his own shot. He can drive to the lane. So with that being said, Killigan Hayes is out of there, man. Like, I, I don't believe that uh, Killigan Hayes is going to, after this summer league and Saturday has been doing good too, um, Killigan Hayes is probably out of there.
0: Okay, so we speculated on this before, but now that Dane Lillard has officially requested a trade, where do you feel like he should go? Where What's the best fit?
1: The best fit for Dame Lillard. I got a couple teams that I believe will be a good fit for him. Um, if he's trying to win right away, a couple good teams that would be a, a great fit for him. Um, I would say the Boston Celtics. That way you, you, you got a lot of people surrounded around him. Um, of course, it'll cost you one of those guys. They're not getting rid of Tatum, so it'll probably cost you Brown and someone else. And that should be a good trade too, because that leaves uh, Tatum, Porzingis, um, Williams, Robert Williams, and a couple other people too that will still be on the roster, and that'll still work out too, along with Damian Lillard. That's that's really good, especially out East. That'll take you to the finals and possibly a championship. I like him in Miami. Um, it's so many player, good players in Miami. It'll be a good trade for Portland and for uh, for Miami. Of course, you'll be losing Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson, two great shooters. Um, you'll be losing uh, Lowry, and then, of course, draft picks and probably a couple other people to throw in. So, And you already lost like the majority of your role players, too, which moved on a lot and got big contracts. I think Strews, uh, Max Struess plays for Cleveland now. And um, the other point guard, uh, he plays for the Lakers now. Oh, Vincent. Yeah, Vincent. So, you lost two good players in that. It, I mean, that you'll be losing a lot of people if you're Miami. You make that move. So, a lot of key players, a lot of guys that, that can grind it out and get you some points. But you're getting Dame Lillard, too. If Dame can be healthy a whole season, he can be healthy. Now you got a damn good team. You can make it to the playoffs. Bam, Dame, and uh, Jimmy. And Jimmy. Yeah, and Jimmy is uh, along with uh Yeah, yeah, you that's a team. That's that team can go to the finals, man. Especially all East. that team can go to the finals. Also, also Milwaukee Bucks too. I like him in Milwaukee, but they don't want Drew Holiday and a, a couple other key players. And Milwaukee also has draft picks too. But that'll be a they'll be way over the cap because they just signed Middleton. I didn't include Middleton in that, but Um, They just signed Middleton. If you put Dame in the place of Drew Holiday and then you got Middleton and not a Kumpo, that's a championship, too.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I'm not sold on Milwaukee. Um, I like Philly for Dame. If they can keep uh, Maxie, we'll see. And like you said, Miami is probably my other fit. I'm kind of intrigued about Boston, um, particularly because you know they just traded Marcus Smart, but if somehow you could do like Dame, Tatum, Porzingis, that that may be enough in the East to get you to NBA uh, uh, Finals.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll definitely be enough. Oh, I forgot that had, uh, Milwaukee signed Lopez too. But, yeah, he's definitely yeah. going right to yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, they signed him to a big deal, too, and they signed Middleton to a big deal. So, yeah, that's too much money. Um, they had to rework a contract with uh, Holiday because now I think they're over the cap. I, I believe they're over the cap with all the players that they have. So
0: They said, what's the cap? They said, they'll make it,
1: w- make it work. <laughs> yeah, a lot of teams are, are talking. I mean, if, if Phoenix is going way over the cap, I think the Lakers – I don't know how the Lakers are not over the cap. Um, they, the, the
0: um, Westbrook, they've they been able to take um, the money that was on the books with him and move some things around. So, but like I said, well, this has not been a very interesting offseason. James Harden is still available. Um, my sisters go get them. I mean, hell,
1: <laughs>
0: don't nobody else want them. Apparently,
1: I wouldn't want them here, but it would sell tickets. Man, it'll sell tickets, and that'll set the city ablaze. And you know what? I believe if you now, this is crazy, you might think I'm crazy, but with Wiseman during uh, uh, him Ivy and in uh, Harden, I don't know, man. They probably want Ivy and then probably somebody else in the Pistons are a bunch of draft picks. But man, when I tell you,
0: so I will say this um, in regards to you bringing up wife man, um, I believe just watching the Pistons uh,
1: summer league. Uh-huh. Morgan Bagley ha- has to get moved. Yeah, they got to get rid of Bagley. I really like Wiseman, man. Wiseman. Yeah, is well, I'm
0: saying, you know you're keeping Wiseman. You're keeping Dorn. You're, you're probably going to keep Beef Stew at the right price. So, I mean, Bagley, when you look at your... Rotation. Bagley has to be the odd right man out. Like you, I, I, I believe you got to move on from Bagley. You got to move, like you said earlier, killing and Hayes If you get,
1: if you got to move on from all those guys, hear me out on this one, Rodney. If you got to move on from all those guys, right? Why can't you package those guys for James Harden? I mean, if, if Philadelphia really wants to move on, now you got a bunch of potential players that's young. You get beef stew. You you get Killigan Hayes. Um, you can throw in Bagley, throw in a couple other guys. Those are some great role players. Especially put them in Philly. You put them with Maxi, and then you put them with Embiid. Like that, are, and, and then then with uh, Tobias, because Tobias hasn't moved yet. That's a lot of good players. Like to put around those guys. They got starters' minutes. They're, they're good role players. They're not. That's the problem with Detroit. They need a star. They need a James Harden. They need somebody that. Can facilitate and be a, a twenty five plus a night score. Of course, he's going to take a bunch of a shitload of poor, uh, shots. Even some of them will be poor, poor shots. But we'll have that in the building. Sell tickets. Pistons will make it to the playoffs. I mean, that, I would take yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, we need the playoffs. We haven't had mm-hmm. playoffs in forever. When the last time the Pistons made the playoffs, Rodney, and actually won a, um, a, a first I round, two thousand eight. I want to say probably 2006, 2007. You sure it was 2008? Because I think they lost to uh, LeBron and them in the first round. They, I think they swept us. Yeah, just all bad, man. And now it's 2023. So, I mean, come on, Pistons. Make that move. Go and get James. Pay him his money. And it is what it is. I, I would I know, pay him. So I would pay him. 2007,
0: 2008 season, they actually finished first in this intro, Uh, let's see,
1: yeah, I think it was 07 for sure,
0: maybe it's the 2009 Pistons,
1: yeah, because that 2008 Pistons were, the 2008 Pistons were pretty good, No, it was the 2007, I'm sorry, Pistons were pretty good, I believe,
0: yeah, Flip Sonsworth was still closing. Uh, rest in peace Flip. Yeah, man.
1: that Man, Flip.
0: 2008-2009 yeah, so was pretty bad. You had Michael Curry as the coach. That's the year they traded for Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bad... And then 2008,
1: 2008
0: was the last time the Pistons really made some noise in the playoffs.
1: Right, and then it was that one time when LeBron had came back, and we had Stanley Johnson and uh, Tobias Harris uh, Drummond and uh, we had like a couple other people. We made the playoffs, but LeBron them swept us out of the playoffs first round. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, we had Stuckey, I think, and there was somebody else too. Oh, uh, what was that one dude? No, we didn't have Stuckey. Stuckey played for Indiana uh, Indiana Pacers. Uh, Reggie Jackson. We had Reggie Jackson. Yeah,
0: Jackson. Yeah, so, did you hear the um, Summer League story today about Reggie Jackson? No, what happened? So, I, I, I guess his time in Detroit was not magical. Um, he almost retired from basketball. Um, during his time, time in Detroit, he was ready to get basketball up. And um, it was um, Paul George... Uh, who convinced him not to retire, and that's um, kind of why he wanted to play in L.A. at that time so bad. So, just thought it was an interesting story.
1: Well, he should have retired. He was terrible. <laughs> he said he got a ring now. Well, he got a ring now, but a lot of other people got a ring. Uh, Darko got a ring, too. Mm-hmm. It's a lot uh, of players that are terrible that got rings, man, so... So, um, real
0: quick, a little bit of music, since Drake is here, uh, he was here yesterday, um, from what I'm reading, uh, he put on a very good show, and now that he's back working with Nicki Minaj, I guess, they apparently have a song together on his forthcoming album, which he is already calling a classic.
1: I can see it, man. Everything that man's touched is damn near gold, man. And he's been very innovative too. Because it's gold doesn't mean it's good. I don't know, man. I I know he's put out some projects that you probably weren't fond of, Rodney, and I know you're not a huge Drake fan. <laughs> but uh I mean, think about his projects, man, like he's always had a hit record on damn near all those albums. Um I mean, and like I said, him being innovative, him doing the house mix thing with Beyonce, both of them were innovative in their albums. Then him doing these collaboration albums too, that's instant platinum right there. The last album he had with 21 Savage was good, the one before that with Future was good. Um, he had a couple other mixtapes with collabs on there too, which was pretty good. I mean, it, it's, it's Drake, man. It, so, you, you
0: think this is going to be a classic? Is it going to be album of the year?
1: I can see it, man. A lot of people are just waiting on it. Um, right now, if you look at Drake right now, man, he means to this generation where Michael Jackson meant for us in that generation. Oh, that's our praise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's true. Because right now, I mean, I mean, okay. who, else? who else? Who else is
0: enough?
1: I, I love Beyonce, man, but it just feel like with Beyonce. This is this is my thing. When you got Beyonce, Beyonce has most of the guys and a lot of the females. Drake got a lot of the guys and a lot of the females, and he's international too. I, that's what really kind of gets me about these international artists, man. If you get somebody that come in and they're international, Rihanna, uh, Twenty One Savage is international too. He's really from what is he from Britain know. or something? Yeah, he's from like Britain or something. Like you get these international artists, and once they infiltrate America, man, and they make all that money, like you're golden anywhere. So Drake, man, he's 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 an international superstar, just like Beyonce. But I think he has a little bit more because he has the guys and the girls, like head on. I saw a guy throw a Jordan shoe up there yesterday, Rodney. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Yeah, I said, God yeah. damn, somebody <laughs> threw a Jordan four up there. It looked brand new too. Like, that's crazy.
0: And apparently, you got me.
1: The, I ain't never seen that.
0: Apparently, they throwing bras and panties up there too. And
1: yeah, I said, what the hell? Like I never seen that before, Rodney. And I I love Beyonce. I'm quite sure she gets some things thrown at her too. Um, I don't know. Probably guys undies. I don't know. But I never seen that before. People throwing shoes and in uh, in bras up there so heavily. That's, that's nuts to me and he endures that every night not just here which is crazy
0: yeah so um, we'll see um, so here here the shocking thing for, especially for those that have been tuning into the podcast for a long time now this is actually one drink album I'm, I'm actually looking forward to
1: oh wow are you drinking the Kool-Aid Rodney what I, what is I going am not drinking so What? I think
0: part of the issue is music has been so bad in 2023
1: that I'm actually looking forward to a Drake project. Damn, that is true, though. Music has been awful, man, this year. Uh, I mean, you got a lot of artists that just came out of nowhere. Like I said, Killer Mike basically um, kind of saved the day. If you look at Lil Wayne has made a resurgence and he's been on like a guest star on people albums. Uh, NLE Chopper has been, he was, Chopper was pretty good. You got a couple other artists that were pretty good. Nicki Minaj has a project that's coming out too and the singles that she's dropped has been pretty good. And then we had the emergence of Ice Spice and a couple other people too. I mean, 2023 is all right, I guess, but we need albums. Yeah, we need that, that classic a, material. All right. All right. <laughs> Man, you ain't lying. We need some classic material, Rodney. We need some classic material. We need some classic beefs. We don't need Jim Jones and uh, Pusha T. We need we need some. We need something like this. Twenty twenty three is just missing something music wise. Yeah, it's not
0: the year. (laughs) I mean, twenty twenty two, I believe was was a phenomenal year uh, for music. All the way around, pop, R&B, rap, 2023 is has been a snoozer.
1: Yeah, we we need some people to come out the woodworks and, and drop some drop something, man. We need we need somebody to provide something because it seems like a lot of artists are chilling right now. We don't need artists to chill. I understand that some artists that came out before we. We know that uh Kendrick came out last year and, and there was a couple other people, great artists, Taylor Swift, so a bunch of great artists came out last year with music. But now it's time for some of these other artists to step up. We need Big Sean to step up. Drop something, man. We need they're not holding up their end of the bargain, because you know how they usually will offset them in years. So when Kendrick Lamar comes out last year, usually the next year here comes Big Sean and some of the other artists to offset those. And they're not doing it. And that's, what's, that's why this year is bad, because, you know, a lot of artists that we're used to aren't really holding up the end of the bargain.
0: Yeah, so, we'll, we'll see. I'm still holding, I hope. hope. Um, hopefully, Drake does not disappoint me this year, because this is one time where I can say I'm actually checking for his album, um, so. J. Cole,
1: where you at, J. Cole? we need you too man no, we forgot about you
0: yeah so yeah I'm I'm, I'm just hoping for a better we, we over halfway through 2023 I'm just hoping this, this back half of 2023 um, gets better and makes up for the disappointment of the first half of 2023 um, as far as music
1: yeah cause it hasn't uh, it hasn't been good for, to us Rodney you right about that brother and little Uzi came on you for that album you put out I, I listened to it again for like a third time and I was like this is terrible and I mean even uh, um, like NBA Youngboy
0: his album Dark album
1: they weren't. They weren't it. <laughs> yeah, they were terrible. I'm just gonna be honest. They were. They were not good. I mean it, I, I thought from that first single, from listening to Dirk, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna put something together." It was okay. It, it just. It. They weren't great albums. Like it's not what I would expect from them. After you had a strong single, I would think like a follow up would be other amazing songs on the album, maybe other amazing singles, and it's like, no, not really, probably, I, I hear a couple of songs, that can be some decent singles, but, it won't be the, like the first song, like, it, it feel like you got suckered in, yeah, Oh,
0: yeah, so, I just, th- I just wanted to touch on, on music, uh, especially since you, you have, and, other artists have done this before, so, but you have Drake already proclaiming that, you know, his next project is, is going to be a classic. I just thought it was um, interesting. I'm curious to see, um, well, here I should say, the song with him and Nicki Minaj. Um, considering that I haven't really cared for anything that Nicki Minaj has been on um, as of late, so...
1: Yeah, man i I mean, you sure? Cause that that she had a couple of nice singles. I like the sing the song she had with Ice Spice. I like the little Barbie song she got, and then of course the uh the the sleeves the sleeves thing she got the sleeves song. I think that's pretty dope. Red Ruby sleeves. You ain't like that song.
0: That's
1: uh, okay. Yeah, that's that man. That's filthy, man. She ate on that. I, Cause I wasn't checking for her either. I, last couple of songs she dropped, a couple of projects I didn't think were pretty good, but that Red Ruby, the sleeves was filthy. She ate on that man. I I was kind of surprised. I this is the old Nicki Minaj on that one.
0: Yeah, so I I, I feel it's funny because I feel like while the the music hasn't been great this year, there has been a Great year for sports, pretty much across the board. Whether we're talking NBA, um, NFL, even Major League Baseball, tennis, um, TV wise, this has been a pretty good year for TV, um, whether streaming or or your your regular um, television stations feel like it's been a a pretty consistent year. I just feel like music has been the
1: the the major of that now. Yeah, and it feels like the movies movies are back. I remember going to the movies used to be like a huge staple. In, um, in, the, in the household or, or amongst friends or, or young people, you know, just going during the weekends to movie theaters and having fun and going to concerts. I know COVID really, uh, really let a, a lot of people down slowly, man, because it was like you were isolated to your house and a lot of people were depressed. A lot of people passed away. You know, we lost a lot of people, but it feels like everything is back, man, as far as like going out and hanging out wise. And the drive past a movie theater and see things packed. I've been to movie theaters and seen packed movie theaters it's, it's incredible to me, man. I'm I'm actually happy about that. And you're right, Rodney, like entertainment is back like never before, except for music wise.
0: Yeah, so it's just it's just a bit. and I guess that's why I am so disheartened, uh, to see so I, my concerts are back, but I just feel like albums suck this year. But um, you have had some amazing concerts, some amazing tours going on. Um, Erica Badu is on a follow tour with her and Yassine Bay. Like we said, Drake, Janet Jackson has is on tour this year. Beyonce, um, Coco Jones, who will be here, I believe, in a couple of weeks, um, is on tour. So I feel like Jill Scott. Awesome tours are happening this year, uh, making up for, um, I'll call it, lost COVID time. Um, Robert Glasser has a pretty good tour. He was just here. Um, So, I I, I do feel like tour-wise, you're getting great tours. Anita Baker, Elton John just wrapped up his farewell tour. So... Great great music tour
1: bad bad year for albums. Man, you ain't lying. bad bad year for albums. But hopefully Drake can save us all Rodney.
0: <laughs> he he better the the Drake symbols in the sky
1: like Batman. <laughs> you ain't lying, we relying on Drake like crazy. I never relied on Drake this much to save us for the summer. Because the summer looking terrible no really good music, man. It it makes you want to just go back and listen to old music and kind of relive good times. I've been listening to uh, uh, what is that? The Tiny Desk and oh, the juvenile one. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that made me just listen to Cash Money all over again, man. I've been on my Cash Money
0: run taking over for the 99
1: in 2000. Man, you, <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> I need more, I need more uh, artists to do that, man. It reminded me of the MTV Unplugged. Remember those? Yeah, MTV. So, it's funny you to bring that up because
0: I was just thinking like you had MTV Unplugged, right? You had um, MTV, The the Diary. You think you know You have no idea. Uh, right. Sure. Behind the Music on BH1. Um, there were a lot of good music shows, um T R L, Big Tigger in the Basement. <laughs> yeah. Now, like now you don't have that. Like music videos were like great. You you were waiting to see um uh, what the next Hype Williams video was gonna be like, uh, who was going to be number one on TRL, who was gonna be number one oh six in Park the guests Um you got excited when you had Alicia Key doing MTV Unplugged or Jay Z on Un- Unplugged. Um, I still remember watching uh, Jay Z when he did the whole Diary series, and he get on a bus in Houston, and Scarface is sitting there. Or the scene where Benny Siegel's in the club and going over the rail to go get somebody.
1: Man, we I miss those days, Rodney. I miss those so much when you really got a good glimpse of the artists and caught them in their in their natural habitat. You know what I mean? Like you and some of them, you would hear them say some off the wall type shit too. Like I remember watching interviews with uh, Eminem on TRL or you know or, or having him on uh, uh one hundred and six in Park and you know uh, you know seeing Nelly or Fifty Cent and some of those other guys too. It just felt good to see those guys letting their hair down, having fun, cracking jokes. Now you don't get to see that from these artists, man. It's like even if you see them and they happen to be on the news or happen to be on something, it'll be like in a negative light. Um, they really don't have a platform for you to really get to know the artist.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Media's changed so much. I I maybe. With social media, they don't feel like it's as necessary. But those were um, really good shows, great formats. It made you, I think, it made you care about the mu- music e- even more, in some aspects. Like you feel like you had a dog in the race of like your favorite artist was number two, and like to one video that day was <laughs> like. <laughs> They videos better than this.
1: Right. You know you know what I just realized too, Ronnie? I, I see where music media is failing. Some of the new generation artists. And why you don't get to know them or, or really know their story. You only know their story like through their music. And you don't know if it's true or not through their music. So you really don't know them when you try to approach them. You don't know how things are going to turn out. Because you got platforms like Drink Champs, uh, Joe Budden and his show, um, a couple of other shows they talk to older artists and then they reminisce about other times like in that artist's past, you know. They don't talk to new artists. So every time you see a Dream Champs, they're talking to somebody that's older and then they're talking about previous beats or something. They really don't talk to no young guys. You ever notice that? They don't really talk to young artists. And
0: I thought it might be because of the era Uh, Nori is, you know, connected to here. More so connected to... A you know, our generation I always, you know, everybody knows who's listening to this podcast how I feel about Nas, but I, I feel like that's why Nas is, is so important uh, right now musically because he is one of the OGs in the game, but he's one of the few OGs in the game that are consistently um, trying to work with people. In, people in the younger generation. Um and even to a certain extent like you said, like a Joe Budden podcast is they don't have he doesn't have a lot of the new artists. The breakfast of Club to an extent they have some new artists, but I mean it kind of slanted towards our generation too when I think about um the the musical artists that they have had on there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you're right, man. It's like we're not giving the young generation... They feel like they're not loved, and we're not giving them any love. And we need to go ahead and, and start giving them a platform and letting them talk. I know the Breakfast Club may do it every now and then, but you literally have to have a number one hit record to come on there. If you don't have no number one hit record, then you definitely not getting on <laughs> Yeah, they're not going to bother you. Yeah, so I'm I, I
0: just... It's it's very, and maybe that's why the music has just not been good this
1: year. Who knows? Yeah, and it's, it's so many different artists too, Rodney. Too, it, it's like how can you decipher like what's good music and what's not? And it's so many. You anybody can just drop an album right now. too. a lot of people went underground. So, and oh, apparently. Not only might
0: Drake save us, we might finally get a 103000 solo album. I heard that was a rumor. Is that true? So, according to what I was reading, Killer Mike, because uh, you know he's on Killer Mike's album, said that 103000 was finishing up a, a solo album. So... Uh, it- it's true sign me up for that project
1: well I hope it's true but you know he came back on there the next day and said he was just joking so yes. <laughs> yeah I hope he just maybe he was just uh bluffing on that joke too and maybe we do get a, a album from Andre 3000 I know he's been traveling around and exploring different types of music hearing different sounds so maybe he is coming out with an album he's going to give us something futuristic i can see that
0: yeah yeah so i i am um I, like we said we may actually get a j cole um the the follow up album we might get that at some point this year. So I mean, I'm still holding on how music uh, musically um that that's something that shakes. Uh Summer Summer TV has been awesome. The Bear um, Interest Elvis. new show on Apple TV uh, Hijack Swagger season two on Apple TV is out. Netflix just dropped part one of the Lincoln Lawyer season two. Um, so there are some good shows. I know you are a fan of them. On um,
1: what is it, MGM Plus? Yes. So. And also, uh, uh, also Invasion. Man, I I've been watching Invasion. You you put me up on Invasion, and it's been pretty good on Disney Plus. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Really like that series.
0: Can't uh, go wrong, Marvin. yeah. You can't, and I guess it's actually not doing as well as Disney thought it was going to do, which I find mind blowing.
1: Wow, that's that's kind of shocking to me too. Because I'm thinking like it's just standalone series, and it is on Disney Plus. Um, what do you expect? Like, are they expecting like new subscribers just from this series alone? Or I don't understand.
0: Yeah, well, apparently, I I think their production costs are pretty high. So apparently, they're losing about two billion a year, um,
1: on Disney Plus. Wow, that is very surprising. I I did not I didn't think about that at all. Well, they just got rid of a lot of people from ESPN, and then they. They could have cut down most of that money instead of hiring Pat McAfee for yeah, $84 million. You know? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then, shoot, Apple TV is killing this summer. Uh, Hijack, like I said, Swagger season two. Uh, the After Party, with stars Tiffany Haddish season two of that is about to come out later this summer. So
1: Okay. And I've been really paying attention to stars, man. I I haven't been keeping up with my series, so I'm gonna go back and watch the rest of BMF and uh and watch power and yeah I gotta finish watching some of the shows I haven't watched.
0: Yeah so I'm I'm just I don't know, I'm more excited about <laughs> streaming T V at this point than I am about about music, which is sad. <laughs> like you said, it's been a resurgence for T V and movies. You got another Indiana Jones. Apparently you have another mention impossible who which is already getting high
1: reviews, so Oh, I can't wait for that. And then we didn't even mention the uh, Insidious series. Uh, a couple of people told me it actually was pretty good, which really surprised me because the last uh, couple of Insidious movies I thought were awful, they said this one's actually pretty good. They said it's trippy. So I, I like that. A lot of jump scares.
0: Yeah, so we'll see, see what happens. Maybe Drake will um, be like Eminem like 20 years ago and save us all. <laughs>
1: save us Drake please oh Rodney before we get out of here so apparently you're going to be jumping on the plane and heading to Phoenix yes a little bit of R&R man a little bit of R&R is it all business or are you going to enjoy yourself relax
0: um I should be able to relax um Tuesday, when we get there, the conference doesn't start till Wednesday. It is at a five-star resort, so.
1: Ooh. Ooh, la, la. Okay. All right, now, brother.
0: And then, um, shoot, then then I'll be going right back out of town a little bit later. So, (laughs) I'm going to D.C. soon after, so.
1: Oh, man, yeah, you got a lot on your plate, man. You got a lot on your plate. Um, <clears throat> I'll be holding it down at home, uh, making sure everything's okay at, at home, and uh, everybody else is going out of town, too, even people from my job. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the lone wolf this time until I go out of town. Vegas is calling me.
0: Yeah, I about to say you got a Vegas trip coming up. Um, sure, we got the... Another immersive karaoke night coming up. Uh, So come on, enjoy that. Oh, Chris Paul and Steph Curry are at the game together.
1: Oh, wow. And that immersive karaoke that's going to be on the 28th of this month. So come on and check it out. It's going to be a good time.
0: Good time. Great people. Um, Should have, uh, and we should have a mobile bartender um, this time too. So, uh, leveling up. So, come out and
1: enjoy. Right, I'm excited. I'm excited about that, Ronnie. It's going to be a good experience and a good time had by all. And yeah, come on, check us out.
0: Yeah, so. On that note, we'll get out of here. I'm going to watch Steph Curry and Chris Paul look like best friends, apparently, and just watch it separately.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm,
0: I think I'm going to do that too. Yeah, they look like long best friends sitting next to each other right now. I don't, I don't know,
1: Ronnie. You may be getting a championship out of them guys. Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Did you we, we talked about what the Lakers did. I'm still feeling like they may be the team to beat. Yeah,
1: you're right about that. We need, unless Clay can somehow um get brand new legs and I don't know man.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll get out of here on that note and then we'll we'll tune in next week see how Phoenix was um, see if we have some music um, we'll talk the start of the NFL as training camp started to open how the Hall of Fame game is, is coming up quickly uh, hopefully d hop will be signed somewhere by then and maybe even Dalvin could because I'm um, Pretty strange that neither one of them has signed yet.
1: I know now I'm thrown off. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully the Bears just don't sign any of those guys. That's what I'm I'm worried about. I'm not. I
0: don't think they're in the market for. I think Dalvin Cook will end up in Miami, and if I was a guessing man. D-hop, maybe New England, although wouldn't mind if Detroit threw their hat in the D-hop marathon. Right, right. You're
1: right about that. You might be right.
0: Okay, so we'll catch y'all next time, and we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.